Welcome to Live from Size Lounge, weekly conversations with alumni of Iowa State University. At the ISU Alumni Association, we strive to facilitate the lifetime connection of cyclones everywhere, communicating, connecting, and celebrating cyclone pride. This series is made possible thanks to the more than 43,000 members of the Alumni Association. If you are interested in staying connected to the university and receiving all the benefits and services of being a member, visit isualum.org to learn more. Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Wednesday. Welcome into Live from Size Lounge. My name is Matt Van Winkle with the ISU Alumni Association. Well, we are excited to welcome Lisa Yule as our guest today. Some of you might remember her as Lisa Cole when she was an 11-time NCAA All-American in cross-country and track and field at Iowa State. Among being one of the most decorated athletes in Iowa State history, Lisa also competed in the 10,000 meters in the 2012 Summer Olympics. After graduating summa cum laude after only three years in Iowa State's biology program, she was accepted to ISU's veterinary program and completed her DVM degree in 2018. She also recently started a new position back here at Iowa State as a resident pathologist at the veterinary school and will officially be inducted into Iowa State's Athletic Hall of Fame in fall of this year. So please help me welcome Lisa Yule to Live from Size Lounge. Hey, Lisa. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. So you were telling me just before we came on here that you have some exciting news. You are back here in Ames now. Yeah, I am. Life's taken me um, down a couple turns and uh, turns and changes, honestly, throughout the last 10 years. <laughs> um, but uh, but particularly in the last month or so, but I'm super happy to be back. Uh, my husband and I um, just moved back here about uh, about a month ago, um, and I kind of changed directions in my residency, and I'm starting a pathology residency here at the vet school. So yeah, super excited to be back. That's really exciting. So I mentioned you graduated with your DVM in 2018. You were out in Colorado for a few years doing a residency. So how exciting is it for you to be back, back in Ames, uh, where you competed and uh, had so many memories here? Yeah, it's, it's really great. Ames has always felt like home to me. Um, it's it's close to my, my, my true hometown is Fort Dodge, Iowa. So I'm an Iowan yeah. through and through. Um, but Ames is really like where I feel like I grew up into like an adult and I just have so many good memories here. I made so many of my best friends here. I met my husband here. Um, my family's still close by and we just have so many connections to the community and to the university here. Um, it just feels, it feels like being home. Yeah, for sure. So talk about um, why you ultimately decided to pursue your uh, DVM. Why did you decide to become a veterinarian? Yeah, ever since I was, it sounds really cheesy, but ever since I was a little girl, I was the the one bringing home stray animals and stray things and trying to help the little creatures of the world. And I really knew it was what I wanted to do ever since I was a little kid. Um, and then when I went to, when I got into high school, I really loved the sciences as well. Um, I love biology and I really liked medicine. And then when I came to college, I was trying to decide between veterinary medicine and human medicine. And um, I had a lot of people pushing me to the human medicine route. They were like, you'll make more money and um, you know, all these things. But in my heart, vet med just always was what I wanted to do. Um, it's a great combination of medicine and helping people and helping animals. Yeah, for sure. So Iowa State graduates are really using their degrees to make their communities, their state and the world a better place. How have you really been able to use your degree already 
to make an impact in your field? Yeah, I like to think that I make, I'm, you know, I've made impacts in several different levels. Um, So on a day-to-day basis, helping people and their pets, I spent um, two years out in Colorado. One of those years I spent doing a lot of emergency medicine work, which um, I feel like you uh, you help people through a lot of really hard times um, and you help uh, a lot of pets. And so um, that year in particular was a lot of the just seeing and helping people kind of one-on-one. Um, and then additionally, working at a university, I was able to students and have students. And that was really one of my favorite parts of my job. I, I love teaching. I love giving back. Um, and so to be able to teach is like another aspect that's been really important to me um, in giving back and helping mentor new veterinarians. Um, and then when I think too about like not just using my degree, um, but really being able to utilize the skills that I got through my extracurricular activity too, like track and field and cross country. So um, I, a few years ago, I did a camp actually, a summer camp for um, Iowa kids or Midwest kids that um, were in cross country and just taught them about running and shared my experiences about running in the Olympics. And um, then I also frequently just give like talks to Iowa teams because it's very like grassroots for me. That's where I started running was just my high school team in Fort Dodge. So um, to be able to give back in that way to the youth and um, to really you know, share my experiences is it's been, it's really fun for me. I I really like that part feeling like a bigger part of myself. Well, we listed some of your accomplishments as a runner here at Iowa state, which one are you most proud of looking back on your career here? Oh, that's tough. Um, I think the one that I'm most proud of is, um, is probably the fact that I was just able to, consistently be successful year after year. Um, I struggled. I had a lot of injury issues um, in my fourth year. Um, and I, it was not easy to kind of get back on the horse and really believe in myself. And I was really fortunate that I had the support system that I had to help me do that. So I think um, just like the consistency of being able to do what I did, you know, year after year and pick up you know, 11 All-American accolades and four national titles and to not just be one and done. Um, it speaks to the the support system that I had. Are, the, are these pictures bringing back some memories? Oh, yeah. Some good, some painful. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was funny because you competed at a time, I guess, kind of, I guess, when social media was probably gaining some steam, you know, when people were not necessarily online, you know, it was, it was really hard to find really good photos of you and videos of you because they were the, what people weren't spreading that all, all over the internet. So it's kind of a, it's kind of fun to look back on some of these old pictures though. Yeah, definitely. I remember Kyle and I, we were, uh, we were looking for, to try and find some for ourselves as well to bank them so that we had them for later. And yeah, you mm-hmm. have to do a little bit of a deep internet search for some of these though. But, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I would imagine that running is as much of a mental sport as it is physical and you really competed at the highest level how were you able to stay so focused on some of the biggest stages um i think a lot of it is practice uh just really it's practicing to do that so um the focus during workouts during um during every even day-to-day practice i mean distance running is 
it's something where you have to do it every day or you get behind. So you have to be very strict and very um, methodical about your scheduling and you can't miss your runs or miss your recovery or miss all those things. So every day is very regimented. So I think um, the training kind of sets you up for that. Um, and then also, again, I just had, I had a support team that really helped me. My husband, um, Kyle, I met him here uh, running. He ran on the men's team. And so he just understood the sport um, and understood my need to, to focus on that and what being a professional athlete was about. And so, um, so that was really helpful too. Well, you um, qualified for the 2012 London Olympics in the 10,000 meter run, finishing 13th overall. What was that experience like running for the United States? I, I still tell people, I don't think that really happened. Like, I don't yeah. really believe that was me. Um, it, it, it was incredible um, to be, I remember, I mean, that year the Olympic torch was in the, in the stadium. Um, like in the track stadium, the torch was there lit. So every lap that I came around, I'd see the Olympic torch and it was like just such an incredible feeling. It's so surreal. Um, and yeah, it, it's just, it, it's indescribable. I can't put it into words. It's something so, so special to me. And um, yeah, I just feel so fortunate to, to have had that opportunity so what is it about female distance runners from the state of Iowa? I mean, there's there's so many of them that we're hearing about in the news that are setting world records, it seems like every day. <laughs> what, is there something in the water in Iowa? I know you're from Fort Dodge. That's where some of those other girls are from, right? Uh, I'm from Fort Dodge. Um, Shelby Hulett, you're probably yep. thinking, uh, Jenny, um, Jenny Berenger, now mm -hmm. Simpson, uh, who was born in Webster yep. City. And then um, Shelby Houlihan, who is from Sioux City, and then um, Carissa, uh, who's from um, Schweizer. Is that her name? Yeah. Schweizer, yep. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's interesting. We've had this like stretch of of women athletes from Iowa, but I think a lot of it is like we're taught to be very. I feel like the Midwestern attitude. This is like very generalizing, but um, mm -hmm. I feel like the Midwestern attitude is like hard work, dedication, and that will take you places. And I think mm -hmm. that's what distance running re requires. It requires that, and it requires talent in order to be successful at that level. But mm -hmm. I think that it's like, I, you know, I know um, a little bit those women, um, not very sure. well, personally, yeah. but um, I know them a little bit and I know their families and I just know that they're very dedicated, um, strong-willed, uh, you know, very focused people and mm -hmm. I don't know what it takes to be a good distance athlete. And so, and I think you kind of have people where you see one person do it and then you believe that you can do it too, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think having good examples helps too. Plus it's a, the state is very flat. Um, mm -hmm. You, I guess you have lots of areas to run and then maybe that's, maybe that's the answer, right? <laughs> Probably the gravel roads. That's right. <laughs> They're all not by a mile. It's really <laughs> it's not too hard to get i guess it's it's easy to find your way in iowa right we're all on a grid right yep, yep. It's on the mile grid so you can time yourself out that's it's right that's right well we did a story on you in our visions magazine when you were a student here and you said coming out of high school you didn't really know much about running is there a specific moment or maybe a coach you had that was really kind of a catalyst in your career that really taught you about running 
It was probably my husband, actually. So he was a very, very good um, high school athlete. He won U.S. Juniors when he was 19. Like he, he was a very, very good um, high school athlete. And we met freshman year. And I remember I was very jealous of how good that he was at track um, and cross country and running. And I wanted to be that good. And I asked him one day, I was just like, I don't know how, like, how are you so good? And I just don't really, I, like, I, I wish I could be that good. And he's like, well, you're not really trying as hard as you should. Um, <laughs> so that was a little bit of a wake up call, but honestly, it was one that I, I needed. Um, and so I really kind of reevaluated my, myself and um, picked his brain a lot because he knew a lot more about running than me. Um, so picked his brain a lot. And again, I got surrounded then by a support system that just helped me focus on those things and become better at them. Lisa, how have you been able to draw on your competitiveness as a runner in the work that you're doing now as a veterinary resident? Yeah, um, I think uh, one, I mean, vet school is competitive in general, you know, trying to, to pass exams and learn everything and know what you're doing. Um, and then I did an internship, so you have to try and qualify for these internships and then residency positions, which aren't aren't easy to get. Um, so there is an inherent kind of competitive um, component to that. Um, I think for me, it's also like dialing it back a little bit and turning it into a little bit more of a like healthy kind of learning environment. Um, and so I think that competition just goes in like, how can I day to day make myself better and a, a better veterinarian instead of like a better um, athlete or a better runner how how can I make myself a better resident to my resident mates how can I make myself a better resident to my faculty um how can I make myself a better resident to my patients and then really like creating a new goal for myself every week mm -hmm. Lisa you're going to be inducted into the Iowa State Hall of Fame later this year what does that mean to you personally yeah, it's it's super special. Um, I think they're postponing it technically to next fall, um, but uh, but yeah, it's but it'll still be like this year's class. Um, but it's so so special to me. The Hall of Fame. Um, it's something that, uh, like I said, I've always I just feel so connected to this university. Um, I feel like Kyle and I are just we're we're constantly donned in Iowa State gear. It's it's part of my family. Um, and so to feel like I'm, um, I've been appreciated by that family and the Hall of Fame is actually selected by former members, former Iowa State athletes. It's, it's a selection committee. And last year was the first year that I would have been eligible. And so to be selected by them in the very first year that I was eligible, it just is like, um, it's a very humbling experience because it just means that um, my accomplishments were, um, you know, noted and, and appreciated by all of those people that have uh, that have gone through the, the system for for years and years. So it's it's very humbling. It's very special. It's like a very um, like I said, it, it fits in like a very family place in my heart. So well, and now you're you're back. You're back yeah. here in Ames, where. Um, where you're going to be working again as a pathologist resident at the vet college. That that's really cool. So tell just quickly before we wrap up, tell people just more about that position and um, what you're going to be doing here for the university. Yeah. Yep. So I'm a resident in veterinary pathology. Um, so my area of pathology is anatomic pathology. So um, basically, what I do is um, I 
um, help determined, determine what disease process ultimately um, caused an animal to, um, you know, have issues or, or, um, or death um, in all a variety of species. And then um, I look at like biopsies under the microscope. So um, my residency is really in like investigating disease processes and what they do to the body on both a, um, a macroscopic or a big level and also a microscopic or a microscopic or a, a small level. So um, it's really looking at, uh, at the whole picture of a disease process. And then um, I'm also getting my PhD. So doing research in some very particular area of disease processes and potentially how can we understand those better to prevent them. Well, I know that um, the vet college is doing a lot of the COVID testing that's happening here in Ames and on campus. Are you involved with that at all? I am not. No, okay. not right now. But yeah, they've uh, they've been very involved and I think very helpful. And veterinarians are such a um, such a wealth of information when it comes to um, like how diseases work and um, how diseases are transferred amongst people and animals and kind of their big global impact. And so um, it's really cool to see uh, the vet college be so involved in something that's so important. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for taking some time for us today. Congratulations to you on your new position and being yeah. uh, elected to the Iowa State Hall of Fame. That's a huge honor and congratulations on that. Thanks so much. Well, hope, hopefully you'll be able to watch the Cyclones this weekend too, right? I know there's no fans in the stands, but I think we'll all be cheering on the Cyclones here, right? I'm planning on it. I was going to say, Rocco. <laughs> I was going to say, my dogs are ready too. So I might have to get them one of those cute. You might need to get it. You might need to get Rocco one of these. I know. Come on, buddy. We, we have a goal. We have a, oh, there yeah. you go. Look at that. All right. Well, we have. Our dog has a little bandana too, the the yellow bandana with the Psy logo. So oh, we'll, have yeah. to, we'll have to throw those on this weekend and yep. uh, do the home tailgates, right? Yep. Yeah, we're all ready. And then my son is ready too. We have an eight-month-old son now. So well, congratulations on that as well. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Lisa. Have a great day. Okay. Oh, you too.